is the real bad dudes cast. We're doing a movie that actually pays tribute to the obscure apocalypse movies of the 80s and 90s. That yes, we're based off of Road Warrior, so this isn't really an obscure movie, but maybe it is to others, so yeah. Obscure son. Alright, Turbo Kid. I will destroy you with my Turbo Glove, the ultimate weapon against the robot threat. But to be a true hero, you'll have to save your girlfriend. Hey! What's that in your hand? It's a, it's a, it's a comic book. What's it about? It's about Turbo Rider. <gasps> That's rad! I always wonder what the other side looked like. It's kind of gray and dusty. Well, I could show you. Around here, we like to do things with a little more joie de vie. Where is she? Release the girl. This is gonna get ugly. As you may know, the situation is critical. We have reached maximum casualty level. Who exactly are you supposed to be? Turbo Rider. This is it, soldier. We have to hit these sand machines with everything we've got. Find them. Kill them. They back their heads on pikes. I'm meeting up with an old knight. We're gonna strike the Zeus. Ah, what do you say? Let's roll. kid um, in a post-apocalyptic wasteland in 1997 a comic book fan adopts the persona of his favorite hero to save his enthusiastic friend and fight a tyrannical overlord okay it's basically a uh, tank girl without the tank <laughs> basically take replace the tank with a bicycle and, uh, yeah, you pretty much got Tank Girl. If you're somebody uh, who watched uh, the uh, Apocalypse films pretty much based off the Road Warrior of the 80s, 90s, and, well, that's pretty much a terrible well, that's what I was gonna, Before you go further, that's pretty much what I was going to leave it at. And I know you're going to sit there and punch your desk in frustration, but I'm just going to fucking come out and admit it. I watched maybe a ha like half of this movie, like after the, after the viewfinder thing. I was just like, you know what? I know how this is going to go. It's basically a teenage Mad Max on a BMX bike. Yep. <laughs> or, or actually, you know, uh, Rain has a point, although he's only appearing in this podcast as a uh, text. Um, he's very spirit. Yeah. Mega Weapon, which uh, is a film that was uh, riffed by MST3K, where basically you had uh, a guy on a motorcycle going around in a Mad Max apocalypse fighting a dump truck. So yeah, I yeah uh, uh, I believe this was a crowdsourced film. Uh, there was actually a a short you know a short film they did, and then they uh, adapted it into a movie. Uh, there's also a music video that's actually a prequel for one of the characters. But let's do the non-spoiler thing of recommend or not recommend. Um, I would recommend it. I I, I enjoyed the film a lot. Um, I love the the aesthetic of it, um, you know the visuals. It also, it's also gory as hell. That it has 
and it has a lot of heart to it. Um, I think the relationship between Apple and the kid was also really endearing. So I'd say check it out a uh, lot. Well, recommending it is a difficult thing to do. On the one hand, it's not a horrible movie. On the other hand, it's very good. But then again, uh, it was supposed to be bad. It's one of those supposed to be bad kind of films, and it, it kind of shows. The it's very Canadian. Yeah, you can definitely tell some back bacon. Um, but back bacon aside, you know, the biggest problem with a supposed to be bad film is simply the fact that everything I, I saw in it, I felt like the movie was kind of talking down to me a little bit. Like, it's like, you like stuff like this, don't you? Love me, it's, sort of things. Well, it's like I said, it's very Canadian. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd recommend it if you love this kind of bacon? apocalypse 80s 90s kind of low budget schlock then you might like it i think it's a tribute to it not necessarily that but but anyways. if you wanted to say it was 80s 90s schlock that would be one story if it was made in the 80s or 90s this movie's like four years old right but that's the point it's a tribute i i i know i just got done saying that uh you know i only made it halfway so what does my opinion matter uh, the only thing that I can really say about Turbo Max is, is that if you're into the genre, yeah, it's got little smatterings of Tank Girl in there, but it, it's like I said, it's Mad Max with a BMX bike. And, you know, it's just got teenagers in it. And it's Michael Ironside does really good. And, you know, if you're into this sort of thing, it's it's better than Waterworld. And it's just not as good as Thunderdome. You know, you know so as far as recommendations go, it's it's something that I I'm really on the, in the middle of, because you it, it's something that you'd have to watch at your own discretion, and that you would really have to individually look at this movie yourself and decide if you want to see it. There's no blind watch this now. It's no, dude, look into this and see if this is something that you really want to invest in. What hour and a half into. Uh, Rain here basically says uh, it's the fast food of the film industry. You know it's bad for you, but you buy it anyway. It's basically like the uh, uh, Taco Bell tacos. You know, it's not that bad, but it's not very good either. Well, sir, Taco Bell actually isn't that bad for you because this beef actually contains oatmeal. So, um, there... Man, I was uh, just gonna say that we should rate this on fucking fast food joints. You know, is, is this place Burger King? Is this place Mickey D's? Is this Wendy's? Or is it a Sonic? Or by you guys, Whataburger? Man, I thought the two you would have totally dug this movie. <laughs> well, it's just okay. Here's the problem: there's enough in it that sh that it should be good, but I feel they're trying to make it good. It, the re that makes sense. Let me finish. They're trying to make it good, therefore they're not letting it naturally be good, therefore it shows that they're trying too hard. I, I couldn't agree with you more. There is a there is a huge difference between a movie that is, like this is, hey, this is supposed to be like them 80s action movies, remember those guys? Type, you get that vibe so much. Whereas in an 80s action movie that was made during that time period, it was just like, hey dickhead, this is the way it is, take it or leave it. As opposed to a movie that was made in 2015 where it's like, hey guys, you like this stuff. Remember it from your childhood? Yeah, I do. And it sucked back then and it's cool now. But this, I don't know, maybe 30 years from now, this movie will be listed as a classic of its time? I hope it's not. Just because 
I guess the big the, the big problem with Turbo Kid, he almost said Turbo Time. The big problem with Turbo Kid is the See? same issue. Yeah, it it, it it invokes better movies. Uh, this movie also kind of reminded me of like Cherry Two Thousand to a degree, where like it's a. <laughs> I like Cherry Two Thousand. Yeah, except Cherry Two Thousand was better because it was made in the mindset of the uh, late eighties. I believe that's a late eighties film. That would be a that would be kind of a fitting uh, kind of tribute to it in a in a way, because yeah, it, it, it is only that movie's more wild, but. I think that's the All big... right, who's seen The Wizard with Fred Savage? Not in many, many years. I see enough reviews to basically. But we get, but you at least understand the premise of it, where mm-hmm. three kids go from Utah to California, and they play arcade games, and then they go to California. California to fucking beat Super Mario Brothers three. You know what? That was good because Super Mario Brothers three hadn't been released, and we had arcade machines and such. Imagine if The Wizard was made in 2019. You would have a bunch of people saying, okay, what the fuck is an arcade machine? Okay, Super Mario Brothers 3 has been out for a long, long time now. We're on, like, Super Mario Brothers 37. <laughs> like be an, there would be an audience for that, though. Yeah, the, and that's that's my whole point. There is an audience for this movie, but you'd have to be pretty goddamn deep into that audience to uh, enjoy it. So... This is, it's not bad. It's just not my cup of tea. I drink coffee. <clears throat> That's fine. I like what you want. The biggest problem I have with Turbo Time is the fact that it feels a lot like the, um, what was that stupid film called? Ready Player One, where it just feels like it's kind of talking down to the audience. Where it's like, you love this, right? We're going to make it so awesome. It's like, no, let it naturally. It felt like they were trying to just make a movie ape something from the past, uh, and it, you could tell. You could really tell. Now, there were some things in it that were quite good. Uh, the acting, while not particularly amazing, uh, did have one standout character, the villain, Zeus, as played by Michael Darkside Ironside. Monroe Chambers did a really good job as the kid, and um, here's something that you would have never expected me to you know, even reference let alone praise this is played by um monroe chambers who was um he was in degrassi he played uh um i think his name was eli he got killed in season eight i think how the fuck would you know about degrassi it's a really good canadian tv show check it out if you haven't heard of it but he does a really good job as well the acting's not terrible by the stars if i invited you all over and cooked a hamburger and you didn't like the taste of it you could sit there and be like, well, you know, he tried. It was nice. He made us a meal, you know. But if we were all sitting down eating and you're like, what the fuck? And then I looked at you all and I gave you a coy smile and said, yeah, I made this like shit on purpose. You guys would throw your fucking burgers right in my face and I would have grease stains in my eyes. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> well, people did watch the mini film and they did pay to make this movie so you know well see that that's another problem it's like it's a miniature film that got made into a big film it's kind of like think about all those uh saturday night live skits that were made into big films that weren't particularly good you know like night of the roxbury coneheads um coneheads was awesome you leave dan Aykroyd alone oh fine uh okay you know night at the roxbury uh i can't think of any of the others that were particularly bad but they weren't particularly bad snl film snl SNL films. There we go. It's Pat the movie. 
Hey, hey Wayne's Ray- World was pretty rocking. Hey, yeah, Rain. Rain's World was great. Rain's World. Okay. Speaking of Dan Aykroyd, have you ever seen his presentation on Crystal Head Vodka? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. batshit. No, it was better than this fucking movie. You son of a... It's not hard for too many things to be better than this movie. But no, seriously, that was one of the coolest things I ever sat down, because I watched it because I saw the John Tron thing, and I was like, did they really do this? And then I looked it up, and I watched it, and it's just like, good evening, my name is Dan Aykroyd, and I am here today to use a bunch of overly complex words to describe my vodka. <laughs> I love Dan Aykroyd, and, that, and damn, that was good. Oh, man. <laughs> That works. Uh, An interdimensional plane opened up and we used diamonds and crystals and we fermented the water. And then we made the water and then we turned it into vodka. We fermented it and then we packaged it, branded it, and then we put it into a skull. And then you drank it. And then I got money. <laughs> well, there you go. All uh, right. So immediately went right up my nose. I almost want to ask you to do the uh, Ghostbusters ad. <laughs> Have you seen Stranger Things in the middle of the night? <laughs> uh. Oh, that's yes, easy. Yes, they call uh, the professionals. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're fucking me up here. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? If you or any of your member of your family have uh, ever experienced a spook, specter, or ghost, if the answer is yes, then don't waste another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours to serve all of your supernatural elimination needs. We're, We're ready, ready to, to believe, believe you. you. <laughs> we gotta splice that in. Ah, oh, that was excellent. Once again, an example of why this movie isn't very good. Uh, we're thinking of all these other great movies from the 80s. And um, that's the problem when you try to ape something from the past. You just make people think about what was actually good versus this. Maybe you I have to be in the right mood to watch this. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, okay, this is a very thin film. It, you can tell it was a crowdfunded thing. When you notice the crowdfunded crap, um, it always is something where there's a million ideas going off at once, not executed particularly competently. Or competently enough where you can tell that they were trying too hard. All right. So, uh, spoilers. Now, synopsis. Okay. Now, this is – all right. So, what we got here is Turbo Kid, which made me think of Star Kid, which is another shitty movie from the 90s that we have to review about – a kid getting an alien, you know, exoskeleton. Oh, God. <laughs> but see, that was made where they were actually trying, and it was still bad. This was made where, let's just get on with it. In 1997, a post-apocalyptic society lives in the wasteland. I it is ruled by... Oh, well, we're going to synopsis this again. Okay, sorry. A tyrannical overlord named Zeus who uses a device to grind captives into water. Okay, that's just stupid. That's basically just, let's take what happened in Tank Girl and make it three times as dumb. Then you got Wait, the kid. Before you say anything else, why, why the fuck didn't he just get a bunch of slaves and have them piss on diamonds and then you can ferment it into my vodka? <laughs> <laughs> you think? So, you know, you got the kid. That's just his name, the kid. Uh, you know, he reads the comic books and rides his bicycle, and um, he's a fan of the Turbo Rider. Eventually runs into a sex robot named Apple, 
And basically, we have a stupid, stupid I bit think. of the film. I don't know. I the thing is, I wanted to like it. Then I started thinking about it. That's that's kind of a problem with a number of modern day films. You'll like it when you're watching it because you're kind of zoned out or vegged out. And then you start thinking about it, like that was the stupidest piece of shit I ever saw. Okay, so you got a plot that's supposed to be funny but really isn't. Where like, you know, the kid he's afraid of the females, and so he goes to his bunker and. Like tries to hide out, but of course she's there, kind of DD style from uh, Dexter's Laboratory. And eventually he's like, "Oh yeah, you can stay with me." It's like, "Okay, wait a minute, dude. You're like one. You're like this chick who's hot wants to be with you. Just you know, grow a pair." Anyway, moving right along from pair growing, um, you know they grow closer as you would expect, and of course she gets kidnapped by Bowser, and you know just. Uh, it's really very pedestrian. It's very predictable. It's one of those things, maybe it's not for me, because I did grow up on all those 80s films, but you can guess all the plot points of what's going to happen. It's cool, but it's not cool naturally. It's a very artificial cool. It's like, a, this is sweet and low of the movie, I guess is the best way to put it. You I would know, say the movie has a lot of heart, and like I like yeah, the but, interaction between Apple and the kid. Yeah, but now that I think about it, it just feels so artificial, though. I Maybe thought the over-the-top gore was fun, and I thought the that, ridiculous plot was, well, ridiculous because it was supposed to be. I don't know. Yeah, but I guess that's – maybe that's just me. It feels so artificial. Like, but if you take a – I don't think it's artificial. Um, eventually, it turns out that the uh, Turbo Rider is actually true because he ends up finding a spaceship under the sand. With a turbo rider suit, a turbo rider suit uh, on a skeleton, and then he puts it on, and we get the montage. Well, here's my big question: out of all this, why the fuck is he called Turbo Kid if he rides around on a BMX bike? How <laughs> fast are you going to go? Twenty five miles an hour on a good day? There's a scene where he's reading the comic next to Apple, and he's saying how he wished he could be like the real Turbo Rider, and then she's like, "You could totally be Turbo Kid." Yeah, but that's the thing about Apple, and and you mentioned about how he was scared of the woman and all that. Yeah, I'd be fucking scared of her too. The way that she was coming on to him, like she was really stranger danger creepy. I mean, like if you threw the roles around where he was pursuing her the way that she was pursuing him, you would have people saying that's fucked up. Like she was, she was, she was a bit nutty. And I mean, we figure out why later, but she. Ugh. You know, but that, 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 that's the thing. Uh, it's turbo time on a bicycle. God, not jingle all the way. No, so yeah. Anyways, eventually, oh, they meet up with that other dude who loses his hand. But <sighs> you mean Bagu? Yeah. So Ooh. yeah, the junk dealer. His name was Bagu. The first time I saw his name, I was like, do I have to bring him a fucking letter so you know so that he can cross the bridge? So, in a nutshell, uh, there's a scene I cannot believe that that Zelda 2 reference just flew over your head like that. I'm not super into Zelda, sorry. A lot of people just tuned out in disgust. <laughs> I have Zelda A Link to the Past, but I haven't played it yet. More people just tuned out in disgust. Good. Why don't you just Good come out day, and say sir. the Contra sucked? Yeah, Metal Slug's Man, better. Oh! Contra and Metal Slug rules in... I like Zelda. I just haven't played all the games. What? If anyway. I was going to wrap up this film, I'd say that they end up in like an arena situation. He escapes with Apple. Dun, 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 and that's dun, when we find dun. out she's a robot. And then uh, 
Did you call her a rub butt? <laughs> yeah. So then, <laughs> so then, uh, <laughs> oh, so then there's one character, uh, Twitchy Mick Twitcherson, that wears the uh, skull mask and has a saw blade thing that shoots out of his arm. That he, was Frederick. He lops off uh, Apple's head, and uh, so eventually the kid ends up attaching her head on another body. She comes back to life. It's pronounced Froderick. <laughs> then eventually we get to the climactic end of over-the-top gore because the kid's arm can power up and shoot out like a blast of energy. And when we eventually, Mega Man. Then we eventually learn Micro Ironside is a robot as well. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then, uh, then he kills Apple, and then... Okay, so, you know, the big problem I had was killing off Apple. I mean, you can see it coming a mile away, but I mean, come on. Just let them run off into the sunset together. But that's probably more due to my uh, romanticism than anything. You're really good at turning me on. Hey, you know what? <laughs> take what you can get. You take what you can get. Oh, but anyway. Kid kills uh, Michael Ironside bot, and then um, no. and then it ends with a uh, one-handed guy, <laughs> the kid going off, and and, and yeah. He should just attach I'm, Apple's head to his hand. I'm all alone in this. Well, I enjoyed this uh, movie schlock, and they fucking hated it, and and. Well, okay, it's not that I didn't. It's not, okay. Well, let me specify. I didn't hate it. However, I didn't like it, not because it was poorly executed even though it kind of was. Um, it's just because of how artificial it was. That's the problem. But you know what? Here's the thing. Before you get too dejected, the, the, this much I'll say without being a prick about it. I'm going to be totally honest. <laughs> no kidding. The problem that I had with this movie was is that I got about halfway through it before I said, you know what? I bet you anything that this is how the movie is going to end. And yes, I looked up the ending. And it was exactly like I figured. I figured that it was going to be one of those deals where shit goes down, and then it's going to end with, hey, stay with us. No, I got to go my own way. And he fucking Mad Maxes it out in the desert, which is what he did, though. The, the, the thing that makes this movie kind of comical is, is it's exactly like Lot said. There were too many cooks in the kitchen, and it's, it's, it's very reminiscent of the movie Ed Wood when he was trying to make Plan 9 from Outer Space, and he got the money to make it by soliciting money from the fucking church. And then all of a sudden you had the church officials showing up and saying, well, we'd really like this. And we don't like the name of the movie. We want to change it to this. And then I know it's not the same movie because I love Ed Wood. So I, 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 I didn't want to tie the two things together. But then like when he was making Bride of the Monster, you had the Texan, no offense, saying, I want to end things by having a big explosion. But the movie's going to end with him getting dragged under the water. Not anymore, it ain't. You know, it's it's there was just too many ideas going around at once, and yeah, it, it, it unintentionally tried to be an '80s movie. And the thing is, is that you can't throw back like that. It's it's almost like if you're playing football and you're telling the opposing side, "Hey, I'm going to throw it into the end zone on the right hand side. Let's see if you guys can catch it." You know, and th and they're hoping that, well, despite all odds, you know, they they can still make the touchdown. It's just they, they they tried, but then they tried too hard, and there was just way too many ideas going on. It was an interesting concept. I get what they were doing. It's just there, there was just too much going on for something that did not have to be this complex. And I'll actually be nice and say, watch the trailer for it. If it appeals to you, go ahead and watch it. If you like it, you're not stupid. Mostly. Um, but... 
I myself just felt like it was the Splenda of 80s movies. You know, like if if like uh, Commando is pure 100% cane sugar, uh, no, if, if Commando is Surge, okay, this is basically, you know. Supermarket. Yeah, there you go. Supermarket sig- signature select citrus citrus punch. <laughs> there you go, perfect. But um, you, you, but here's the other thing too. It's um, like when 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 the kid comes out and says that Zeus killed his parents for their water when he was a kid. You know, it's like my mind instantly went to Conan the Barbarian when False Doom killed Conan's village for the steel. You know, the riddle of steel type shit. It, it, it's that that's that's all right. I got it. When you watch this movie, every time something happens, you instantly think back to a better movie that already did this. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Avatar in that way. Uh, I know Avatar is a real movie, but Avatar, when I watched it, the only reason I'm thinking Avatar is because I saw the Blu-ray today. Um, Every time I've watched Avatar, I immediately think of three different films. Iron Man 1, King Kong 2003 and uh, Godzilla 2014 for whatever reason. And yeah, as Rain says, Avatar is just Jansen's face, but like Avatar is supposed to be this great film, but all it does is make me think of other movies with a lot of CG that uh, I'd rather be watching. And also, the only that's way a- that I could even see the King Kong remake reference that Peter Jackson did was that, yeah, like it, it took an hour and a half before anything interesting fucking happened. That's true. Oh man, I love Peter Jackson's King Kong. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, serious. But seriously, it's just—it's not a terrible movie. The effects are not bad. It's just—that's the best way that I could sum it up. Other movies that are have already done every big moment in this film better. Okay, I'll also be nice and say it was better than Ready Player One. You don't have to be nice if you don't like. Uh, we, you know, respect each other's opinions and stuff. I know. But I'm not I, supposed to like everything. Yeah, yeah I, but I don't want to hurt someone's feelings if they no, like it. Well, they're they gonna hurt my feelings. I, I enjoyed it, and I hope that they make a sequel. But hey, that's just me. Oh, I, don't give me a break. We can all hear the dejection in your voice. <laughs> the I'm second sorry. that both of us sit, sat there and started laughing and making Zelda references. All right, let's just wrap this one up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not my fault. It's, it's the director's fault. It's Tom Elfant. I'm really trying. You're the fucking straight man here who who out every bit of relevant information while Lots is a technician and I'm the smartass. You're the one that would literally go from A to Z. You were on J, and I and we're still sitting there going, yeah, it's kind of like this. And then they say, no, you're fucking flipping through every chapter. Okay, getting the V here. And then looks at looks like W is missing. Oh, there's Y. Now this movie, I, I you know, it's not for everyone, and I get a lot of what you're saying too. Um, when you try and do a tribute to past stuff, you can. Yeah, some people are going to dig it, some people aren't. And sometimes it is going to come off as trying too hard. I, okay, okay, I got a better one for you. Okay, if you didn't grow up, like, in the late 80s, early 90s, well, you'll probably uh, love it. But I, yeah, you... but I understand it. It's just like when Grindhouse came out. Some people loved Planet Terror and Death Proof, and some people just thought it was complete poop. So, you know. 
And yes, well, I enjoyed Grindhouse as well. So, oh. Kurt fucking Russell. The second that someone bashes a movie that has Kurt Russell in it, you need to get them out of your life. You don't need that type of negativity. Well, even Planet Terror was awesome, but I, uh, I don't know. As far as, uh, you know, and I also enjoyed Kung Fury, the 30 minute short they did. And uh, I haven't finished watching Commander Ninja, which is another parody film of the 80s and 90s. And I thought that was pretty funny too. Uh, but I think for Turbo Kid being a. It's supposed to be a tribute to these uh, apocalypse movies of the 80s and 90s. And, you know, I thought it was fine, but I do get what you guys are saying. And I think uh, right, well, definitely what, a very what, what, niche. What are the ratings that other people have said here? Does um, it matter, though? I mean, you know, I don't yes, know, it like does, it, because I'd really love to dissect this. Uh, Consequence of Sound awarded it a B plus, saying that Turbo Kid captures a wildly discordant dreams of any budding movie lover when they were 10. <laughs> what the hell? Box Cinema made the date. Turbo Kid is here to play, and he's loads of fun. Yeah, and you're on <laughs> loads of drugs. All right, let's see. Dread Central awarded it five out of five stars, saying funny, gory, hugely enjoyable, and most importantly, shining with spirit. More like shining with shit. <laughs> Bloody Disgusting has said the final word. There is no two ways about it. Turbo Kid is an absolute blast and deserves all the love and praise that it has been given. I loved every second of it, and it's one of those movies that I want to watch over and over again. Well, bloody disgusting. That was definitely an absolute blast of ass. Well, I've watched Turbo Kid, like, I don't know, three or four times. <laughs> oh, God, you literally started worshipping him as a god. <laughs> oh, Roger yeah, Ebert that. awarded it two out of four stars, saying Turbo Kid may be aimed at adults, but its infantizing vintage fetish makes it an otherwise cute action adventure, a, bla a bad blast to the past. Or, uh, on Ebert's website, they have um, other critics that do reviews now. Since Ebert passed away around 2013, so the person who gave it that two stars was uh, Simon Abrams. Who did they pay off? Maybe yeah. they got a night with Apple. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I did really think that you two really did this film, but hey, you know. Life is all surprises. Hey, you know what? You tried. You fucked up. You trusted us. Yeah, well, uh -oh. like what you like. And there's people who do like Turbo Kid. Oh, I'm not the only one. Turbo Time. Um, check out Turbo Kid. Or not. Whatever. Watch the trailer. If the trailer looks good to you, watch the film. The movie, like I say, I'm, I'm sitting here watching the trailer as you're going on about it, and I'm seeing a lot of gaffes and little things. It's like, if I was absolutely, if I were like, say five years younger, absolutely loaded on a Friday night, you know, walking to the cinema, you know, trying to to rest out a buzz, yeah, I might watch it. But if I were sober, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. If you're half drunk, take a look. If not. Um, watch uh, anything that is made by um, uh, anything that has Schwarzenegger in it. And so, I'm General Lutz. I'm Rage Killer. Rainick. Scary Jersey guy. And uh, we're going to wish you good uh, Commando, Eraser, whatever makes you happy. Ninja Commando on the Neo Geo. So that was our review for Turbo Kid. Um, you know, hey, watch trailer, check it out if you want, or, you know, not. After this, I include some additional clips that were just kind of hilarious rambling, so enjoy these, and well, until next time, later. Uh, oh my god. Well, that turned out pretty good. She was very good. <laughs> well, it is...
interesting when you like something and you, you're like, oh man, they're totally gonna love this fucking movie, and then it's like, oh, oh. yeah. That's well, how, you, how the fuck do you think I felt when we're when we're all talking about how we love <laughs> um, uh, sticky '80s horror movies, and then the first thing, well, I wouldn't really recommend this. It's 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 really I didn't like it, and then you hear, yeah, well, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, or because. Uh, well, the, 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 the camera work, it stays on things for far too long. The monsters look terrible. I'm like, motherfucker! <laughs> and here you are tearing apart a movie that has fucking Daniel Stern full afro, and you're tearing it apart. That's okay. You guys to tear apart, you know, something like The Seventh Sign or something I, I like very I watched soon. Chud a second time when Joe Bob was hosting it. Not even he could save it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Chud is very divisive. Either you like it or you hate it. Uh, See, though, I, I didn't have a problem with people shooting at Everybody loves it. I didn't have a problem either. It just wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> See, I don't want people shooting on Code Red because I know it's bad, but I like uh, I like its badness, though. So It's so like the Power Glove. It's so bad. Yeah. It's, it's a terrible film, but I love it. Eh, Code Red was all right. Because... But you know what? The, the, but the big difference between fucking Code Red and this... Is like Mountain Dew Code Red. Eventually, it w it went away. <laughs> but the other half is is that um, uh, Code Red didn't try to pretend to be better than what it was. It was just what it was. It was a cheapo that made people watched it and it was forgotten. It's kind of like Gargantua, which is the, uh... on the list to eventually check out. You see, every time yeah. I hear somebody bring up Code Red, I know about the movie. I've seen the movie, but I just keep thinking of the wrestling maneuver and how easily <laughs> it's botched. And Spoonie's screaming, who did the code red? <laughs> Here's a uh, mini random rambling on a Taco Bell. And well, you know what? Don't knock, do not knock Taco Bell, because right now they got the fucking beefy nacho grillers back, and they're so good. Well, lots and uh, rain fucking hate Taco Bell, so, you know. Actually, but, I don't yeah, hate Taco Texas Bell. I just don't Bell. like it. I think it's a Texas thing, though, probably. No, you know what? It's, it's not a Texas thing. If you live in a state that is near the Mexican border, it is a sin to eat at that corporate fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll do what I want. No, Rain, do you have any opinions on the shit we just had here? Well, I don't no, despise Taco, Taco Bell, Bell, but... No, I meant about the I movie. Could... <laughs> every Taco Bell, do not serve this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 